to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. I had the privilege to go to Abuja in October. And I, when I entered the church, I couldn't recognize the church again. He's done a great job and continue to do a great job. I said, what is this? I thank God for your life. Help me tonight as I welcome Reverend Max Benije. Come on, celebrate him, celebrate him. Celebrate him, celebrate and it looks like nothing good is happening. God is coming with a visitation. God is coming to meet with you. God is coming to speak to you. God is coming to touch you right where you are in that wilderness. The Bible says that one day, one day, one day, God attracted him. God will attract you. I said, God will attract you. God will attract you. Hallelujah. If you are glad that you are in the house tonight, lift up your hands above your head and celebrate the King. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the I am that I am, the first and the last, the beginning and the ending. The ancient of days, the bright and the morning star, the lily in the valley, the rose of Sharon. The bridge of our troubled waters, the one that is the way maker, where there seems to be no way. If you know that you know that you know that you have been justified, uh, lift up those hands and shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. First of all, I want to say a big thank you to Big Daddy and Big Mommy for this opportunity. Thank you, sir, and thank you, ma, for the opportunity. I'd like to thank the College of Bishops, Bishop Walter and Bishop Ruben Oke. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, my colleagues and our pastors and the leaders. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take the stage, Lord. And take the stage, Lord, and have your way. I'm just a vessel and nothing more. And when you're done, Abba, please take the glory. I'm satisfied. Just to see you glorified. Take the stage of Lambro to lobo shata la baye kabara sete la baroza el la brata libaroza anta libare babosi la brata. Lord, 
take the glory have your way father thank you for the opportunity to stand here to speak your word today it's a privilege it's a privilege and i thank you for the opportunity lord as i speak as i report for duty and speak tonight let your word come forth from heaven let everyone under the sound of your voice through my vocal cords receive the blessings of heaven let chains be broken fetters be destroyed and i take authority and dominion over every life from the pit of hell 100 150 200 meters radius of this envir entire environment god you are in charge so am i thank you father in jesus name psalm 40 psalm 40 from verse 1. psalms 40 from verse 1. hallelujah psalm 40 from verse 1. amen i waited patiently for the lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry Hallelujah. I waited patiently for the Lord and he heard me. And he inclined, inclined unto me and he heard my cry. Verse 2. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit and out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. I want you to take note of the word, my goings. Hallelujah. And he had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Verse 4. Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works, which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to us word, they cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I will declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Sacrifices and offerings thou wouldest not. My ears hast thou opened. Bond offerings and sin offerings hast thou not required. Verse 7. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of books to do in the volume of books it is written of me hallelujah hallelujah next verse i delight to do thy will O god yeah thy law is within my heart isaiah chapter 40 from verse 1 isaiah 40 from verse 1 to verse 5 comfort ye comfort ye my people saith your god speak ye comfortably to jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished that an iniquity is pardoned for she had received of the lord's hand double for all her sins verse 3 the voice of him that cried in the wilderness prepare ye the way of the lord make straight in the desert a highway for our god verse 4 every valley shall be exalted every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight and the rough places plain verse 5 and the glory of the lord shall be revealed 
and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the lord has spoken it this evening i i want to share with us what i've titled there is more there's more hallelujah there is more there is more distinguished ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters there's more the next level of glory is a responsibility the next level of glory is a responsibility hallelujah in john chapter 11 from verse 41 to verse 45 jesus came to the tomb of lazarus where he was laid and the bible says he said roll away the stone and they rolled away the stone and he gave thanks unto god said father i thank you for you have heard me and you hear me always and then he said lazarus come forth and lazarus came forth bound with grave clothes and with napkins on his eyes then he looked at the people that were around of course you know that when lazarus came out some would have run away for fear of a ghost but he looked at those that were present and he turned to them and said i have played my part the next level is your responsibility he said to them lose him and let him go the next level of trem is our responsibility the next level of trem is our responsibility hallelujah it's our responsibility it's our responsibility it will take responsibility to go to the next level it will take courage to go to the next level and i dare say to you it will take your belief to go to the next level exceeding glory hallelujah exceeding glory there are two key words in this theme the first one is the word exceeding and the next one is the word glory hallelujah is the word glory amen exceeding glory hmm. ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters exceeding glory one is tempted to sit down and enjoy and bask in thing glory one is tempted to look at where we are right now and say we have done well pat ourselves on the back celebrate and sit down there is more there is more there is much more than where we are right now god sent me to tell somebody there is more there's more to your life there is more to your business there is more to your ministry there is much more than where we are right now hallelujah we are tempted to sit down enjoy the flashes of life tempted to sit down bask in the euphoria of applause of celebration of the spotlights i dare to say of limelight of announcements and so forth the point that i'm trying to make is that it feels good to celebrate the glory it feels okay but listen to me while you are celebrating others are moving hallelujah and it is very necessary for you to understand that it's okay to celebrate but it is better to move it's time to move it's time to get out of the chair and move a few weeks ago the Bible, the Lord gave me a word. He said, Arise, shine. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Darkness shall cover the earth. 
gross darkness the people he said but the light of the lord will arise upon you and then he says the gentiles shall come to your light and kings shall file out to the brightness of your rising and i asked the lord what are you saying he says one level of glory is light but the next level of glory is brightness and i said what are you saying he says he said gentiles the general people will come to your light they see your light they come but the men that command influence they only come to the brightness of your rising somebody will experience uh, the brightness of rising because those who command influence those who command the people those who command the armies those who command them who sit uh, at the top of conglomerates they will come to the brightness of your rising are you rising with a brightness there is a next level of glory there is a next level of glory so I took the liberty to look for the meaning of the word exceeding and I went to my dictionary it is a present continuous tense from the word exceed to exceed means to go beyond so when we talk about exceeding glory we are tempted to see that it's a continuous pro program it is not a it is not a one-stop station program it's a progressive program and so when the word the word exceed means to go beyond it's a it's it's a it's a greek word hallelujah that means to throw beyond the line to throw beyond the line meaning if you must exceed you must go beyond a line that was drawn for you for you if you must exceed you must go beyond a boundary that was set for you if you must exceed you must go beyond the targets that were set for you because you need to exceed the word glory is honor the word glory is splendor the word glory is uh, is majesty the word glory is the expression of brightness but there is something beyond that brightness it says you can exceed it exceeding glory while men are clapping for you enjoy it but remember there's a next move there's a next move daddy uh, there's a next move for trem we're not talking 40 years we're talking in five years time you will not know this ministry the way it was known before i took my i took my time i took my time since the day i heard that i'm going to be ministering i have not slept because i wanted to hear god tell me what i'm supposed to say and he told me point blank we are moving somebody say we are moving we are moving there is more we are more than this hallelujah we are more than the clapping we are more than the dancing we are an impact nation we are called out to make formidable impact in our world for the kingdom 
our identity is unique different from the other brands we are not a brand for general there is something about you daddy there is something about you I didn't come to preach you if you check my notes you are not there but the Lord said to say this to you there is something about you that your name is a brand Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, tremites all over the world. It is time for us to take advantage of the brand that we have. We haven't. We haven't even scratched it. We haven't even touched it. Amen. We haven't touched it. There is a brand in the man that is seated here. And I dare say to you, I dare, Paul said we preach ourselves. We preach ourselves. Amen. There is nothing wrong with preaching yourself. It is scriptural. He said, we preach ourselves for Christ's sake. Hear me. There is a brand seated here. It's time to take advantage of that brand. There's more. There's more. There's more. Go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 17. Hallelujah. One of the things I told God is that I may have a note, but Lord, let there be a disruption. Let there be a revelation. Let there be a disruption. Let something different happen. I didn't come to preach to you. I came to give you a message. I came to tell you what to say the Lord. What the Lord sent me to say to you is what I, listen to me. I am not afraid to tell you what the Lord has said I should tell you. In First Samuel chapter 17, probably from verse 45 or thereabout, uh, time will fail me to read it. Uh, but David approached the man called Goliath, ran towards him. Uh, when they said it's not possible, when they said you can't listen to them, don't listen to them when they say it's not possible there is nothing like it's impossible the last time I checked a believer does not have impossible in his dictionary hallelujah Bible says concerning 1st Samuel 17 he ran in the direction Big Daddy told us a long time ago that the only reason why Goliath died was because he had never experienced that somebody is running in his direction Everybody that sees him runs in the opposite direction. Even the king called Saul ran in the opposite direction. But here comes a little boy who understands his identity. The next level is for those who understand their identity in Christ. Who understands his identity? Who knows that his identity is in Christ Jesus? In him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. In him I live, my life is in him. In him I move, my progress is in him. In him I have my being, my arrival is in him. In him. So he ran with his sling. I'm, I've, been, I've been trying to understand how you will be running and you'll be able to put your hand in your bag and you'll be able to pick a stone and you'll be able to set the sling and you're able to release the sling it has to take the Holy Spirit if you don't have an identity with Christ and you don't have the Holy Spirit in you you can't do it he ran used the sling dropped Goliath down but this is where I'm going how many of you are ready for what is going to happen next? What you need to succeed for the next level of this ministry is in the marketplace. David did not have a sword. The sword that David used in cutting the head of Goliath was Goliath's sword. Stop looking for something in the marketplace. And so when he got there, he, the Bible says that his sword is like the weight of a weaver's beam. This is a young boy. How did he carry it? 
grace will make you carry it because grace is an enabler the grace of the almighty God will rest upon you it will make you carry it grace is an empower he will empower you to be able to carry Bible says ladies and gentlemen he picked it up cut off the head of Goliath daddy he should have been dancing David should have been celebrating David should have been jumping whilst he was doing all that Saul and his army they were observing him they became spectators wanting to know wanting to see oh my god kings will file out to the brightness of your rising are you hearing what i'm saying the kings exist will file out to the brightness of your rising they they, they became a and sir Saul had to look at his captain he said who is this his captain was there when they brought david to introduce to Saul. he said i don't know him there are dimensions to you eyes have not seen ears have not heard it has not entered into the heart of man what god has planned for them that love him your eyes have not seen it your ears have not heard it there is a dimension to you there is a dimension to you that the world has not seen there is a dimension to your life that the world cannot understand there is a dimension to you that the eyes of the the bible says we speak the hidden wisdom of god that he had ordained for our own glory hear me there is something ordained for your glory and it's a dimension that the enemy cannot understand David cut off the head of Goliath sir he gave Saul the head but he kept the sword why there's more there's more stop sitting down there and trying to celebrate there's more stop sitting down there and trying to clap waiting for people to clap for you there is more you achieve something today there is more to achieve hear me don't stay at the bus stop the bus stop is not destination it's just one of the stops along the way and i've come to tell you until you arrive at god's ordained destiny for your life don't let me tell your neighbor don't stop don't stop there's more there's more First Samuel chapter 9, 19 and 20. Help me please. First Samuel chapter 9, 19 and 20. This is the story of a young boy called Saul. Whose father's asses got missing. The asses, as I was asking God, what do they represent? They, say they represent the inheritance of Saul. And his father called him. Could have called a servant, but called him. When they call you, answer. Don't say it's too small for me. Because that small thing might be what will lead you to destiny. His father called him. He didn't say, Father, what do you mean? There are servants there. He said, Father, I will go and look for the asses. Paradventure, my father will tell me those asses are your inheritance. He stepped out with a servant. They went around, this, around the entire, entire cities, couldn't find him, couldn't find the asses, came back to a city that they had passed before. They had spent everything. But that, when, then the servant said, Saul said, let's go back because our father will leave worrying for the asses. We now begin to worry for me or us. And the young man said, thank God for people who push you. Thank God for people who still motivate you even in the last minute. The young man said, the servant said, listen, 
let's try one more they said there is a man in this city a man of god is here and <laughs> oh my god somebody say thank god for trim thank god for the liberty that we enjoy you know sometimes i wonder whether we have given people too much liberty because that's why sometimes the people behave the way they behave maybe they have enjoyed too much but this is the gospel of jesus christ it's he will he who the son of man set free is free where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty and so we can't argue with the presence of the spirit of the lord if we give liberty then it is because of the spirit of the lord the servants they saw said you know when we go to see a man of god you have to take something in the city where i come from you people pay for consultation apostle you are here you want to see the pastor 40,000 first consultation that's a lie from the pit of hell freely you have received freely you give hallelujah so so said there is no bread to give we have finished it and the young man said i still have a shekel i have one coin he said we will give may god give us people who will be willing to sacrifice their last for us to get to where we are going he said we will give this to him so they entered into the city and they came and they found them seer. they said we are looking for you say i am the seer apparently at that time god had spoken to samuel that i'm sending you someone amen verse 19 and samuel said unto saul and Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. He said, what? Go up before me unto the high place. There's more. There's more than asses. Hallelujah. Go up to the high place for ye shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let you go and will tell thee all that is in thine heart. Verse 20. Look at this verse critically. As for thine asses that were lost three days ago. We just finished restoration. <laughs> God is going to restore you double fold. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I said God sent me with a message not to preach a sermon. God will restore you double fold. He said, as for thy asses, which had been lost how many days? Three days. Three. Death, burial, resurrection. That had been lost for three days. He says, please, can church, church help me read that next line? Set not your mind on the glory of yesterday. Set not your mind on the achievements of today. There is tomorrow. Set not your mind. Don't set. To set means to settle there. Don't set your mind there. Don't settle there because there is more. He said they have found. He says, and on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on you? You are much more than asses. Please, can you give me this scripture in the message translation? Message. Verse 19. Let's go from 19. I am the seer, said Samuel. Accompany me to the shrine and eat with me. In the morning, 
That means it was in the night. When it looks like walk is no more, they were still walking. Keep walking. He said, and eat within the morning, I'll tell you about what's on your mind and send you on your way. Next verse. He said, and by the way, your lost donkeys, the ones you have been hunting for the last three days, stop hunting. Grace has taken care of it. He says, have been found. So don't worry about them. At this moment, at this moment, the future of Trem. Stop worrying about those who left or didn't leave. They had to go. They needed to go. Scaffold is not used to beautify a building. They have gone, they have gone. We don't cry over spilled milk. We think of what next to do. He says, what? He says, don't worry about them. At this moment, the future. Somebody said the future. Can I hear you say it loud? The future is in my hands. The future is in my hands. There are so many scriptures I want to quote, but I, God, God, has, God I, I, I can't go back to my notes. Hear me clearly. <laughs> there's more there's more daddy you were talking about I think you were talking about Ruth in the morning as a matter of fact when you read Isaiah 40 I said oh my god because only last night it was not my beginning scripture it was only last night that God gave me this scripture Can you lost father-in-law, lost husband, and lose the relationship, and still say, "I'm going with you," is because, because there's more. What is dead is dead. What is alive can still claim certain things. So I focus on living because there is more. Hear me, brothers and sisters. There's more. My colleagues, there is more. Somebody may be doing you evil in your branch. Don't bother about the person. There is more. Somebody may be saying, I'm not going to bring the money. Don't bother about them. There is more. Ah, uh, we serve a much more God. <laughs> this much more God that said, why are you bothering to go and fight? He said, I paid the hundred thousand. He said, don't worry. I will give you much more than you have given them. We serve a much more God. There is more. Somebody shout, there is more. There's more to your life. There's more to your business. There's more to your job. There's more to that. But listen to me. They can conspire against you. Take the position. There is a double promotion coming that will make a mess of what they have done. There's more. There's what? More. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 1. Paul was then writing, looking at commendations and looking at all the glory and everything that people love. Me, I, I love to be applauded, but I, I realized that after the applause, work is waiting. So I walk. <laughs> Jesus said, My father walked at too. I walk. He said, Do we begin again to commend ourselves or need we as some others? 
epistles of commendation to you, letters of commendation from you. Next verse. He says, listen, I don't need it. The reason why I don't need it is my work is evident. You are our epistle, written in our hearts, known. I don't know how you will be able to know what is written in my heart. It is because with God, what is invincible is evidential. Known and read of all men. Next verse. Next verse. For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistles of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of the heart. Next. And as such, and such trust have we through Christ to Godward. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency. There's more. Your sufficiency is in the hand of God. Jump to verse 15 because there is something I want to show you. It says, but even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon what? The heart. Verse 16. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, <laughs> the veil shall be taken away. Verse 17. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, uh, there is what? Liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image next is what because there is more glory after the manifestation of the first glory there is another glory so you must change it means that if we are changed into the same image Jesus continues to do what to change and to move in a glorious manner that you and I as children of God with the identity of Christ need to move progressively all this scripture is saying is that progress is waiting for you yeah. hallelujah progress is waiting for you from glory unto glory from one level of manifestation unto another level of manifestation i bless the name of the lord for ev nation i bless the lord for where he has taken you from to where you are now but there's more hallelujah there is more there's more there's more for every department in trem there is more for every department in our church there is more you can't come to headquarters and not dream but when you finish dreaming act it when you act it even if you can surpass what you have seen because there is more hallelujah 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 there is more there's more there's more to your life. There's more to your ministry. There's more to everything that concerns you. Because God wants to take you to a there that is beyond you. Hallelujah. There is more. Paul, writing in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, he says, for our light affliction, they work for us a far more exceeding and eternal. Far more exceeding and what eternal what weight of what glory 
John, uh, Matthew chapter 17. The Bible tells us of the transfiguration of Jesus before his disciples. And when Jesus was transfigured, there was a bright light that was present. So they saw this glory on Moses, on Elias, and on Jesus. And Peter and the disciples that were present there looked at him and said, Ah, what a glorious thing. Let's build three tabernacles here. They excluded themselves. Don't exclude yourself from the glory that is coming. One for Elias, one for Moses, one for Jesus. As soon as they said it, the other two disappeared. And the light on Jesus remained. And then the heavens opened. <laughs> and God said, this is my beloved son. In whom I am, what? Well pleased. Then he says, hear ye him. What was he saying? He said, listen to him. This is not the end of the journey. There's actually more ahead. Don't sit down and dwell in this glory and be a basking in this place. There is more ahead. So Jesus had to tell them, they packed their bags and they continued to move. Because that was not the glory that God has spoken concerning Christ. Christ needed to continue his movement and his, and his discipleship until he arrives at that point where he gets to the cross. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Even hanging on the cross and being killed on the cross, dying on the cross was not the end of the glory. He needed to go to the grave. Even the grave was not the end of the glory. Jesus needed to resurrect and when he resurrected he said there are people that are here and by grace are you saved and has raised us to sit together with him in the heavenly places because what Christ does not enjoy glory alone he takes us along there's more there's more I'll give you one more example and I'm done like daddy Joseph is one of my favorite characters in the Bible in fact I hear you I heard you preach once and now it has been recalled to my, my, my memory because I put it I put it in my notes that I was going to I was going to say these things that you said you were talking to us from Genesis chapter 11 and you were talking about Nimrod and the movement and you said to us that God didn't tell them to rest in a plane. There was a journey they were taking, but they came to a plane and saw that this place is beautiful enough to stay. The reason why God scattered them was because they had not gotten to the place God wanted them to get to. Until you get there, if you dwell where you are not supposed to dwell, you may be scattered. So why do you want to be scattered in a place where you are not meant to be dwell? where you are not meant to be where you are not meant to dwell then you need to move along when the cloud of glory moves you fold your tent and you move with it and so they stayed there and you said what a tragedy of life that when they stopped there that's why god couldn't use them any further he had to look for another man called abraham and he said abraham come out and abraham said lord i'm with you i'm going with you how many of you want to encounter glory? How many of you want to encounter glory? Hear me clearly, hear me clearly. The much more of God is available to you. 
That's why God will give Abraham Isaac and will tell him to sacrifice Isaac because there was much more than just Isaac. There was something about Isaac that was much more than just Isaac. And God will ask him sacrifice to let us see whether Abraham wants to dwell in the, in the euphoria of an Isaac or to dwell in the euphoria of the covenant that is given to him. And so he's brought Isaac to the mountaintop. This is how God shared that scripture with me. He said, he said, he said, he said, Abraham said, the Lord will provide himself a lamb for the sacrifice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when they got to the mountaintop and Isaac was on the altar, God said, don't touch him. And Isaac, and, I mean, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and then he looked and he saw a ram. A ram and a lamb are not the same thing. A, ram, a lamb is just an infant, but a ram is mature. And the Lord said to me, when you move in the dimensions of glory, I want you to move. I will give you mature testimonies. I will give you things that are mature, things that are better than what you are thinking. In this house tonight, it may just be 10 of you tonight. There is a mature testimony coming your way. There is a mature testimony coming your way there is a mature miracle coming your way there is something great that is coming your way and the Lord said because you have done this you have proven to me that you don't stop at bus stops you follow me until you get to destination and because you have done this you have followed me because you have done this in blessing go and check the word blessing it is a never-ending cycle there is no starting point when god begins to bless there is no ending point because you have done this in blessing i will i will the word will is a very strong word the word will is a written document a testimony of a testator and the Bible, and, and it is, and legally, it, the, that testimony does not come into effect until that testator dies. When he dies, there is a letter of administration that is released to that person to be able to access everything. And so when God says in blessing, surely in blessing, he says, I'm going to die so that it will come into effect. The death of Jesus was to bring into effect that which had already been spoken. There's more. There's more. There's more for you there's more for me there's more for all of us but it will take responsibility responsibility it will take courage it will take boldness grace is never activated in the absence of mercy it is the it is the is the is the, is the, is the appearance of mercy that activates grace but mercy is the one that comes to give us this try to help us with the justification grace is the enabler to do what is supposed to be done i went to minister somewhere and so i was coming back and they asked me grace and mercy which one is which one is which one is more powerful i said none of them i said they can't work without each other I say it is mercy that ensures that that grace goes to work. If there is no mercy, grace is absent. So tonight, the mercy of God is upon all of us because we have stopped where we ought not to stop. Myself, 
inclusive. It's time to move. Somebody say it's time to move. Help me, help me speak to two, three persons and tell them it is time to move. It is time. It is time to move. It is time to get to the next level of this work. It is time to move this work to another level. Exceeding glory is talking about going beyond the line. I have seven minutes more and in my seven minutes I just want to pray I'm looking for people they used to say dead devil people no they're Christ people I'm looking for daring people who want to move to the next level I'm looking for people who want to move this work. I'm looking for people who say, I don't have to be a pastor. I don't have to be a leader. There's, they don't have to give me title. Listen to me. Title and responsibility, they are not the same thing. They are not. You can have title and not have responsibility. So we can give you for giving sake. But the people who do the work are people who have responsibility. So we give them so they have to take responsibility. It's okay to want title. You can have it. But please, when the title has been given to you, allow those who want to take responsibility walk. It's not how long ago, 10 years I've been here, no problem. Walk. Your 10 years is justified by walk. Amen. You don't come to church to sit down. You come to church to walk. Work is a responsibility. Service is a responsibility. And listen to me, nobody retires from service. It's not civil service. Let's walk the work of the Lord while it is day. For the night cometh when no man. I won't walk. Oh. I walk. I can't walk. Make you join. Make we walk. I'm going to pray shortly. I've always asked why David kept the sword, Daddy. And we never read that he used it at any point in time. It was not a medal. It was just a preparation because that sword, every time an enemy sees that sword, they remember what he had done. But he uses what he is used to to defeat them. But the sword was a constant reminder to all the enemies that I am still the conqueror. Have you gone back from what you used to be? There's more. Somebody say there's more. So tonight I want to I want to pray and I want to make a call. I'm going to pray in two in two 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 dimensions of prayers that I want to pray tonight. The first prayer is those who want more, who want to do more, who want to work more. Hear me clearly. Our Father is in the house. Amen. When I make don't come out if you are not if you are not if you just want not for coming sake, because the grace don't take the grace of God in vain and don't frustrate the grace of the grace that is about to be released right now as i speak 
is a grace for those who are ready and i tell you when the presiding bishop our father in the lord will make that pronouncement go and check your life as you dream it and you walk it check what will happen so how many people want to walk the next level come come i want to walk the next level i want to walk the next level Please, we can spread this way. We can spread this way. We can spread on that side. I want to walk this next level. Please make, make room for daddy. Make room for daddy. I want to walk this next level. You can stay if you are, you can stay on the aisles. You can stay on the aisles. You can stay on the aisles. Daddy, sir. I want more. I want more. Glory to God. There is more to be done. There is another level. What we've seen so far is nothing compared with what is coming. Hallelujah. Father, in the name that is above every name, I speak into the lives of each and every one. The anointing for this next dimension, the anointing for this next glory, let it be released in the name of Jesus. Let there be acceleration. No more delays. No more distractions. No more detours. No more road bumps. In the name of Jesus, what God has put in you is coming alive. It's coming alive. It's coming alive. You will not be a disappointment. You will not be a used to be. You will be at the cutting edge. You will be at the cutting edge. Receive the cutting edge anointing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.